Coming to you from the HagmanReport.com studio, located in the Keystone State, birthplace of a mighty nation, it's your host, Doug Hagman. Welcome to Agman. This is the Agman Report for today. It is the 13th day of April, 2021. It's Tuesday. And uh, usually Stan Deo's on, on Tuesdays. And um, actually, we this program, we were not going to have a program today. It stands off today. Um, out of really an abundance of caution. He's taking the day off. Um, and it, anyway, that's a, so he's okay. I mean, he's fine. He's going to be fine. Uh, but he's taking the day off, and uh, at any rate, I just want to get that up uh, out up front. Um, spoke with him yesterday, I think it was yesterday, Monday, All right? And uh, um, you know, he's he's doing better. He was off last week. He wasn't he wasn't fine last week. He was in a lot of pain, of course, back issues and such. And uh, this week is just more, uh, you know, taking some time to to recover. And uh, at any rate. Uh, there's so much news to get into, so much news. Um, of course, starting out, researchers warn that M- mRNA injections may permanently alter DNA. Now, folks, last week we had uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny on, and of course, uh, you know, in, in fact, a couple of small snippets are on HagmanReport.com. you got to scroll down all the way down on that page, on uh, the show page. Okay, you have to find the show page, which is simple enough. You just click the banner on the top, and then scroll down. And you can see a couple of short clips from Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. And that'll, that'll uh, you can you can watch the entire two-hour segment with her. It was fantastic. But now, other people are are agreeing with her, saying that m mRNA injections may permanently alter human DNA, and this is pretty much consistent with. <laughs> uh, you can't make this up, okay? Because people are running to get in line for these injections. They say they're vaccines. Well, vaccines are tested. These are not tested. You're the test subject. The people are, who are laughing hysterically and joyfully, you know, slapping each other in the back saying, hey, I got the, I got the jab. You know, it's great. Well, what, what did you get? Well, I don't know. The vaccine. Well, what's in it? Well, I don't know. People are, are rushing to get this, get these injections. And uh, now FDA, the FDA and the CDC call for a pause on the Johnson Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine, which is not a vaccine, after blood clot reports in women. Okay, so, but, you know, these, these are the details, the minutiae. And, you know, people say, well, and I've gotten emails saying, you, you're an anti-vaxxer, okay, anti-vaxxer. Really? Okay. This blows my mind. Uh, the uh, argument is so simple. Thank it you. has not been tested. So why do it? That Just that alone. Eric the Tech, voice or reason. You know. Street it, smarts. Yeah, so... Yeah. But but it but they they say it's safe, right? It's safe. But, well, well, how do you know it's safe? Well, they told me it's safe. Well, who's who? Who did they? Well, well I know Fauci. Uh, okay, yeah, they, they wouldn't have got it if, if if it wasn't safe. 
You know, I don't do impressions. I, 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 I guess I can do a moronic impression okay. I mean, that's pretty much fitting, but look. Well, it's being pulled, so. Yeah, and so. Get so, back in the cattle line. You know, and, and here's the thing. So if you're a woman, all right, and you're this, you know, oh, you've got to get, uh, you know, you've got to get this vaccine. Again, not a vaccine. You got to get it. And you, if you're a woman and you, and you got the Johnson John, Johnson uh, shot, how are you feeling right now? Are you, are you, are you out there saying, hey, you got to go? The JJJ, Johnson and Johnson jab. Johnson and Johnson jab. How about taking your daughter? It's like you, a 50s song. The Johnson and Johnson jab. <laughs> 1950s? A 50s song. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so, look. Is, is your arm still sore from your uh, yeah. jab? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Now, now, look. I'm not downplaying the risk from the virus, which is about... 0.3% to 1%, depending on your age bracket. And it could even go up to 3% if you have comorbidities, okay? You heard those numbers, right? So does everything else. Exactly, all right? So I'm going to go back to my deep-fried Twinkie right now and uh, drink my uh, uh, I have my fries, my, my deep-fried Twinkie, and, and drink my shake from McDonald's because, well, that's what I do. And then... Uh, you know, after I grab my heart with angina, and uh, to, but 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 see, look, th this is all the minutia to something much bigger, and you know it's bad, and, and I'll tell you something. You know what? You, you know what? Things are getting bad when Russell Brand gets on YouTube and says, "Wait a minute, they're, they're talking about health passports. They're talking about." COVID passports. And this is Russell Brand. You, you got to know it's bad. And if you don't know who Russell Brand is, look it up. Folks, this is all about control. You know that, right? This is all about control. I'm going to... Um, riding the shotgun with me right now is uh, Randy Taylor... The website, of course, our website, HagmanReport.com, two ends on Hagman, HagmanReport.com. Uh, of course, HagmanStore.com for some delicious coffee, all right? You need the coffee. You need the caffeine, hypercaffeinated in Detective's Choice and a couple other blends there. I, trust me, you're going to love the caffeine. So that's number one. Also, in uh, since Stan's not coming on, make sure you get to my EMP Shield and make sure you go to Standeo.com and uh, um, support him, support him, and uh, uh, also EMP, you know, my EMP shield and standale.com. Make sure you're covered with, with an EMP shield, especially with what we're going to be talking about here shortly, and that's the world situation as we see things taking place with Russia, Ukraine, um, things gradually going down from there. But but the, the back to the opening part of this. Folks, this virus was a, was a designer virus made for this very time this moment in time and by this moment in time i'm talking about flooding flooding the curve in the next 14 days which is 14 months ago but it was it, it, this is the method 
um, the response to this is the method, again, the response, not, not the virus itself, but the response to the virus is the method for complete and utter control over the population. And again, if Russell Brand gets it, what more can I tell you? So here's, here's the thing. They are going after us in every single in every single way imaginable. When I say us, I'm talking about us unwashed masses. And that's all of us except for the one percent eyes wide shut kind of people who are out there, you know, engaged in whatever they might engage in and want to dominate the world, and want to dominate the planet, and want the, the rest of the population dead because they want they want us dead. And of course, you know, that's that's who's after us. You know those you know who I'm talking about. And the bloodlines, and you know how sick these people are. These people are absolutely sick. So they're looking for this mass casualty event. And if they can't do it by way of a virus, maybe they can do it by way of vaccine. Now, yesterday you saw what we showed um, with, with the uh, uh, long-range plans of these globalists. Bill Gates talking about depopulation. Uh, others talking about depopulation. You've got to depopulate. So understand that's what that's what the end game objective is, is to kill us all. And uh, Eric the Tech was saying, you know, it's 100%. That's, this is how, this is one of the ways they're going to do it. But in addition to that, they've got to destroy the United States, which is why they got President Trump out of this. So, I mean, folks, here's, here's all I'm telling you this. And you know all this. Just look at the bigger picture. The problem with you and I, many times, and myself included, is we don't think big enough. We have to think bigger than we're thinking right now. It's not just about a virus. It's not just about a, a quote, vaccine. That's not a vaccine. It is, I don't want to keep doing those disclaimers. It is not just about the southern border. It is not just about world tensions. It is not just about the economy. All of these things are working together to enslave all of us for ultimate ultimate demise. Um, and it's not just about white versus black, black versus white, whatever, however you want to frame that, because it's 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 not it's not even that. That's that's to divide and conquer, but but it's very effective nonetheless, especially with the Marxist Black Lives Matter. Patrice uh, Con Coolers, Collars, however you want to pronounce her last name. Hey, I got four houses. Look at me. Yippee Kaye. I'm a Marxist, though, trained Marxist. And, you know, Planned Parenthood and that whole interaction stuff. And, um, okay, so you've got all of this kind of combined. So this is why we had an assault on our nation last year in 2020. Remember, we can't go beyond November 3rd. We cannot go beyond November 3rd. Let me say that a third time. We cannot go past November 3rd. We have to go back to November 3rd and fix what happened on November 3rd before we can go forward. And look at how they're framing, of course, uh, January 6th with respect to, oh, the Capitol insurrection, the riots. Yet what's happening, you know, in, uh, in uh, uh, Minnesota, of course, those are peaceful protests. You know, I, I got a I got a report here real quick, and I know Randy Taylor's uh, is uh, on deck here coming on, but uh, I want to talk to him about the bookstores that were looted in uh, Minneapolis. Uh, did you see that? All those bookstores looted? Oh no, that's right. 
no, it was the dollar store. I'm sorry, I get confused. It was the dollar store. It wasn't the bookstores. GameStop and, and Nike, I think, right? Or Foot Locker. GameStop and, and Foot Locker. It wasn't the bookstores. For a minute there, I thought maybe the bookstores got looted. What am I thinking? Liquor stores, Foot Locker. Oh, you didn't think it was funny? What? You, you okay? I got a TV. What'd you get? Books. I, I got a couple books. Yeah. I got a pair of sneakers. Yeah, yeah, never mind. But, you know, the, okay, so, uh, okay, the, um, I, it's all going, it's all coming together right now. I want to mention Steve Quayle and I are going to be on together on Thursday. He's going to be talking about exactly this and probably with more oomph and uh, um, method of articulating what, what, what the oomph is than me, but he's more on a global scale. But right now with me is Randy Taylor. Randy, how are you, sir? I'm, I'm great. Thanks for allow, allowing me here on the Triple J Ranch. The uh, Triple J Ranch. <laughs> Johnson, Johnson Jab. <laughs> he's killing me, man. He's killing yeah, me. Up there in Minneapolis, Doug, they went in after their looting and all, and the only thing they found left in the stores were uh, work boots and work gloves. No, no, you know, <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. But okay, there's also sorry. a shelf of Father's Day cards Day and condoms. Cards. I knew I wasn't going to say the Father's Day cards. I was going to stay away from that one. Uh, I got to tell it like it is, okay? Father's Day card, cards and condoms are still out. I knew I could get there. away with the first two, but the third one might draw some emails. <laughs> yeah, uh, folks, all emails direct to Eric at HagmanReport.com. Absolutely, <laughs> send them to the studio. Yeah, no, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing good today, buddy. I'm uh, <laughs> getting better every day. That's I, good. I was, I was thinking about all what you were saying there, and all the, 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 Go ahead. the way there, yeah. the way they're, the way they're just whacking away at humanity. You know, um, they're 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 trimming the herd. Uh, sure. vir viruses, these vaccination programs are doing over in Africa, um, tampering with the food supply, trying to get rid of beef, having to eat Lord knows what all, some of these whoppers are made out of. Um, the mass immigration. Wait, don't no, pick, I mean, don't, I, I don't really, pick on whoppers now. I mean, <laughs> it's, it, well, it upsets me because as far as fast food, that's one of my favorite burgers is a whopper. All beef whopper. And now they've got this. They say it's vegetables, but nobody's real clear on what the vegetables are. <laughs> so any, any vegetable that a, looks like a beef patty, I got a problem yeah, with that. Right. So it's 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 definitely an alternative to me. <laughs> so I am I am concerned. But what's that crunchy stuff in there? Is that we, supposed we, to be crunchy? You're supposed to and, <laughs> and you and you think about that. One thing that you know, even when there's you know hard times and droughts and stuff like that. Usually the cattle survive, you know. Uh, Never thought so, about that, but I guess they do. Yeah. So if they eliminate cattle, yeah, and we experience droughts and things like that, guess what? People are going to starve to death. Well, well, who? Okay, we're not going to eliminate cattle. See, and this is okay. So they're trying to. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and and I didn't want to go down this road, but but you know what? You're right. Okay, so 
look, I'm not going to eat plant based. I'm not. This is all a bunch of crap. And, and oh, folks, yeah. you know this is a bunch of crap. Okay. Yeah. Any any anybody with a a modicum of common sense knows there's no climate. Uh, emergency you know the methane from cows is not a problem meeting meat's not a problem for the mm. love of everything of this holy wake up you know i want to smack people that that, that talk yeah, like this if i come over for a barbecue doug i don't want to get the grill all heated up and everything and throw the watermelon on the grill oh my gosh yeah i mean i you know and, and don't, folks don't read anything into that okay it was it was oh, oh no I, I, I eggplant eggplant uh, okay there we go because that's a I, watermelon isn't a vegetable is it well, no. Well, I'm saying a vegetable on the grill as opposed to a nice big chunk of steak. Right, right, know? right. Yeah. You know? yeah. In fact, yeah. Last time uh, I was at your house, we 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 had steaks on the grill. Yes, we did. Yeah, yes, we I did. didn't. I didn't see any plant based anything on the grill. And you never uh, will. No, and, and that's will. why I like barbecues at your house, man. No, that's right. Yeah. In fact, folks, come on over. Um, <laughs> I'll post my address. Uh, so, okay, let's get, I'll tell you what, we, we got to get right into some of the meat of this. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Uh, no because pun this intended. is, once again, folks, it's all intertwined. All right. So, um, during the night, throughout the night and throughout the day, Randy Taylor had sent me some emails of things. And I looked at them, I'm thinking, wow, you know, pretty interesting and how things kind of connect. And, and then I was doing some research on my own. And I looked at some things, and I'm thinking, boy, everything kind of just connects. So here's how we're going to start this out. Let's start out with one video. This is about a four-minute video, but it does repeat itself midway. But it's important to allow this, to watch this entire video. Now, folks, I don't think you've seen this. This is from a Spanish-speaking YouTube channel. I believe it's Spanish. I, I could be wrong. Oscar L. Blue. That's O-S-C-A-R. That's Oscar E-L and then the word blue. Okay, now this is this guy's a, a journalist, okay? Um, and so support, I mean, you know, subscribe to his channel and, and watch this. But watch this video. And I believe, is, go ahead, go ahead. This is, this is in English, right? Yeah, well, okay. yeah, it's an, actually there's a panel of Spanish, uh, but it does have captions. But yes. For the most part, and I might be for the radio audience. Listen, folks, I don't like talking over videos, but sometimes for the radio audience, I might have to. So, bear with me. All right. So, but here, here, this is it was posted within the last forty hours. This is from the southern border, and watch carefully because this is taken from a helicopter, uh, apparently a border patrol helicopter. And the the question is, the, the title of this is, who are these guys? Okay, watch this real carefully. Because people think in their heads, especially your sister-in-law who's, you know, the, the bleeding heart liberal sister-in-law you have or whoever. Oh, well, they're just children and they're just coming over and they're just trying to get a better life. That's all they're trying to do. Wake, wake up. Okay, this is a business. Mm -hmm. Four minutes. Let's go ahead and play it. This is from a helicopter. Again, this is for the radio audience listening. This is from a helicopter, and you see about a half a dozen young men. These are coyotes. Most probably coyotes. And I'm not talking about the animals. Although, 
may hear some. That's radio traffic from the helicopter to the border patrol in the land. And you can see a single border patrol agent in the back. Um, again, for the radio audience, you're looking at uh, a view from the helicopter up close and personal. Cockpit conversation, of course, which is a little bit uh, expletive laden. And, and what you see are a group of young men at the Rio Grande, rafts, inner tubes. Now, these, these are the people who, the men who bring the Now, these are the people, in my view, if that helicopter is armed, in my view, this is what I would call a target-rich environment. All right, now, this continues. It's continuing, and you're seeing the bank of the Rio Grande one border patrol agent with a rifle apparently and a helicopter kind of moving these people out now now look at this okay what you're seeing on screen folks for the radio audiences two four six eight looks like eight men getting dust in their faces from the wash of the prop eight coyotes smugglers left of the screen it says usually the ones with the rafts trying to leave the U.S. are the coyotes. It is concerning that at the beginning there is only one agent confronting men that are not raising their arms to claim asylum. Who are these men? Alright, that makes a good point. You, you can, you get the idea. You can, okay, you get the idea, folks. What we just saw there is a taste of reality. All right, now, in my, in, in I want to say this, Randy, what we just saw. Now, in my hometown, there is a do-gooder that's going to put a, uh, I guess, put a home up for, I think, six, seven hundred young people. What you're going to hear, what you're going to see next, is going to is going to make you question who are the young people. All right, but anyway, Randy Taylor, what'd you think of that? It's insane. What we just witnessed is crazy. Yeah, this this the, the border. Biden is destroying this country, and those people, you know, coyotes, smugglers, whatever you want to call them. We don't know if they brought people over, kids. We don't know if they brought drugs. We don't know if they brought guns. We have no idea. But they're on their way back to get more. I, I, so, I, I, yeah. I just, I don't know. That's, that's the thing. You know, whatever it is, I've already dropped it off. They're heading back to get more. You, you know, consider I, this. Uh, I know this. I know it wasn't the, the recruitment of the, the newest U.S. Olympic swimming team. I, I do know that much. It looked like it at first. Oh, my. Uh, the Rio, Rio Grande, they should have 
alligators <laughs> in there, I suppose. Anyway, um, uh, you know, I, look. Okay, so <laughs> that's reality, isn't it? I mean, that that's every day, 24-7. That's reality. Yeah. That, that's what's mm-hmm. happening. 170,000 last month yep. that were caught. Mm-hmm. Okay, now people say, well, I heard this already. You're just going over old news, and we know this, and so what? Well, let's get right into the segment or the next video because I, I think if, if you don't mind, Randy Taylor, if you don't mind, I think this kind of tells a even an even larger story. Now, Jim and uh, Joe Hoff, Gateway Pundit, good friends of the program. I like to, I like to, I consider them as friends. Um, 100% fed up. They've got a video channel as well, Gateway Pundit. Um, and uh, folks, I urge you to subscribe to the Gateway Pundit. And, and they're being censored. As, as well as Oscar L. Blue, Oscar E.L. Blue, uh, getting censored because the people, I mean, it, they don't want this stuff seen. But yesterday, I think it was yesterday, uh, Joe Hoft, I believe it was, or Jim Hoft, uh, they had a, uh, along with uh, a young lady, had an interview with a former Border Patrol agent who was actually uh, uh, shot in the line of duty. He's got a book out, and I urge you to support Gateway Pundit and the, their their video channel. And I thank them for allowing us to to uh, uh, use this. But there's a couple of just this is an hour long video. The link will be in the program description box. But the a uh, couple of segments. I just want you to see a couple of segments because it explains what's happening. Now I know Alex Jones does a good job. I know Owen Schroyer d- does a good job um, with the southern border. They're down there. Uh, Owen Shore is down there. But this is coming from this man. Um, I'm not saying coming from Owen Shore is different, but coming from this man, there's a different view, I suppose. Okay, let's play the first part, if you don't mind, Eric the Tech. This is going to be about four and a half, five minutes, roughly. I don't know. Um, uh, I just I just picked it out of this this video, which is an hour long. Again, the link will be in the program description box for this episode of HagmanReport.com. Go ahead and play this. So, so I was there last week, and uh, what you're going to see, what you're seeing here, is this bus coming directly straight from the river, the levee, where you're going to see women and children unloading here into this facility here, uh, this makeshift uh, tent area, and I'll explain to it how it happens. This is this is what you're seeing is downtown McAllen, Texas, right across the street from the bus station. This bus that you see, this white bus, is a government bus that brought all these illegal aliens, uh, men, women, and children, straight from the border. These individuals, 400 plus, I saw them. I was down there with the border agents. I talked to the border agents. As a matter of fact, even when I was talking to the border agents, I still even myself was under the assumption that they were going straight to the Donna facility, the one that everybody's familiar with that we've seen all the pictures of. And there's like, no, no, these are, these people are not going to a detention facility. They're not going to uh, any detention facility, any border patrol facility. They're going straight to the street. So what they did is these, these people have not been tested for DNA. So we don't know if the children that these adults are carrying are actually their children. Uh, that's one major point. The second is um, because of the positive COVID cases that, that happened in the previous weeks, they set up this makeshift tent 
across the street from the from the uh, bus station in downtown McAllen, Texas, to test them at least for COVID. But here's the issue that I had with that. They go in there, they get tested, which is all fine. And uh, if they're negative, it's all great. They they go from there to a, a place called Catholic Charities, which is an NGO. I don't know how much or if it has really anything to do with the Catholic Church, but um, I think in some ways they're complicit with what they're doing here. But uh, they go to the Catholic Charities, and I actually gained access into the Catholic Charities, which very few people have. And it's it's a place in there that's highly organized. They get toiletries, uh, you know, wash up, uh, shampoo, shampoo uh, toothpaste, stuff like that, some clothing, a meal. They get to uh, make me sometimes some clothing and wash up, and then they leave there with money. They wouldn't acknowledge where the money comes from. This is the same thing. This other bus that you're seeing is exactly the same thing, but instead of the white bus that you saw, we've upgraded them to coach, coach buses. Um, and this bus is coming from that river. Now, people might get confused here because it's going to go through the wall. Uh, the wall system down there in or is a two-tier wall system. Uh, this is not coming from Mexico. This bus is already in the U.S. That from the aliens that turned themselves in from the river. And uh, this is one portion of the wall that obviously you see that it's incomplete that are coming through. So anyway, finishing off that part of the first uh, of, of where they end up, when they go in and, and get into that tent to get tested for, uh, for COVID, I asked, I asked the border agent and, and the guard that was there, I said, what happens when the adult tests positive and the child tests negative? Do you separate them there? Or what happens? Well, first they tell me if they test positive, they get sent to hotels to, um, to uh, court, uh, quarantine, right? And this is the $86 million from the Biden administration that was allotted to do that. And I said, but what happens if they, you know, the same family unit are half and half, some taste positive, some test negative. What happens? You know, are you going to separate the children from the adults at that point? And they just stared at me like, you know, like a deer in headlights because they would not answer the, mm. the question. Um, leads me to believe that they're just all sent to a hotel altogether anyway, which in turn, you end up possibly having positive COVID cases coming to a, a town near you, which had already happened in the past before. But here's the issue that I have, a big one. They get... From, from that Catholic Charities, they now have money or fare, air, airfare or bus fare to get to their final destination. And now I saw them both board buses and board Southwest Airlines and American Airlines flights without an identification. And I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? These individuals do not have a valid identification. How are they allowed to board an airplane? I had to board an airplane with my ID or else I wouldn't have been allowed to travel. But if you're illegal, you're allowed to travel and board based on the form that Border Patrol gives you. In, in some cases, if you do go to the detention facility, they give you an NTA, the notice to appear. This is the, the official court document that you're going to get a hearing before an asylum judge or immigration judge within two, three years, whenever that happens. And we know that the statistics that mostly, most of them are not going to show up. The, uh, the, the people that I saw and that went straight to the street did not even get issued an NTA, a notice to appear. So they're not even in the system that way. What they instructed them to do is when you get to your final destination, please go to your local ICE office and check in. 
And so you got to be kidding me that this is the, this is what we're running down there uh, and this is what's happening down there. And so I have a lot of strong opinions when it comes to that as a former border agent that worked most of my career on the border and in Mexico. Okay, folks and Randy, um, just to be clear, what you saw, the source video on this is the Gateway Pundit. That's Gateway Pundit on YouTube, 100% fed up. That's uh, Joe Hoft and uh, Patty McMurray. The guest was a former Border Patrol agent, Victor Avila, the author of Agent Under Fire. Agent Under Fire. If you haven't read that book, that's a story in and of itself, and it has a lot to do with Obama, Biden, and that whole crew. Okay, so, um, but... There is some information, and you may say, well, I've heard this already. I don't know if you, maybe you have, but the fact, Randy Taylor, the fact that he's saying, look, big money behind these NGOs, man. I mean, big, but, but again, should we expect anything less? I mean, what's, what's your comments on that, on the whole thing? The whole thing, uh, one thing that I did recognize in there was uh, Catholic Charities. Yeah. Um. I had dealings with, or I didn't personally have dealings with them. The company, a company I was working for, um, that was in the trades, had dealings with uh, Catholic charities during the Bosnian conflict. And what they said about bringing them in with no ID and covering all their bills and, you know, bypassing a lot of the system. And it was true even back then. Um, there was a labor shortage. Uh, this was down in Florida. There was a labor shortage, and we could just you couldn't find tradespeople. And what they did is they were bringing in uh, uh, Bosnians and uh, Serbians in mass, 30, 40 at a time. And the company I worked for would hire every one of them. Now, this was before they got real stringent on ID. Social security numbers, things like that. This is back in the early 90s. And um, so I know Catholic Charities has, has always been doing this. Now, things should be more stringent. Now, obviously, since 9 11, you're supposed to have higher security. Uh, obviously, you should have ID. Right. Um, but it's not happening. And, and who's no, behind that's, Catholic that's Charities? A, that's a good That's a really good question. But I'll say this, Doug, they're well funded. Okay. So here's what we need to do we need to find out. Who's behind it? Who's funding it? They uh, are well funded. I'll, I'll say that very and very organized. Okay, and and you heard him say how organized they are. Mm-hmm. But for them to be giving out plane tickets, bus tickets—I mean, I don't know about you—I haven't gotten a bus or plane ticket anywhere by anybody ever. Okay, mm-hmm. now I'm sure there are people who want to put me on the bus, but that's a different story but but, but you and know if you do go on a plane you get poked and prodded yeah, yeah. last time yeah. last time uh blood samples we were going like this at each other you know passport id blood samples and yeah, probing but, but that's that's because we're usually out where the buses don't run <laughs> at least not the, not the coaches the, the short buses I, I i'm in the short bus group. anyway so Okay, so now that's not even the worst part, though. I mean, no. so that's uh, so this show, and and re- also note that part of the infrastructure bill goes for this. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, on I've got the Epic Times, and the Epic Times did a huge uh, expose on the infrastructure bill and how much money is being allocated for the hotel room. Imagine this. I mean, so so okay, they they, they come across not tested for COVID. If and everyone's crying, hey, you know we got a COVID crisis here. Okay, well then, what about these people? Oh, well, they're okay. They're you know they're they're brown, so or the, or whatever they say. I don't know what they say, but we, but you get the idea, right? The, the hypocrisy is beyond measure. So, but but hold the phone here because there's more to this. There's more to this, Randy Taylor, and folks. There's more to this. But wait, there's more. Hang on, hang on. It's it's coming. <sighs> Hang on, let me let me check my notes here. Because I thought we we're gonna have to get you some toilet paper there. It's like a prayer up. Yeah, easy, easy, easy. All right. Uh, at the twelve eighteen mark on this, uh, go ahead and, and hit that. Land that Virginia, that part of the country. Hey, Victor, I, I had a question. Is that, hang on and, a second. Pause that for a second. So you're, Eric, the tech, we, you and I got to talk. Did you pick it up where, you, where it left off or not? Or restart at 1218. Restart to, okay. No, you got to go back to 805 and then, and then I'm sorry about that. You got to go back to 805 because this is where you would end. Um, border agent that worked most of my career on the border and in Mexico. Um, now... Um, I asked the border agent at the airport in Harlingen, Texas. I said, listen, what's going on? Why are they being allowed to board? Who is not wavering this rest- federal rest- uh, uh, this is the restriction? I mean, the, the uh, ID requirement, who's waving it? And he's like, they're letting them board with either the NTA, if they come from the detention facility, or since the ones that I saw do not have an NTA, Border Patrol issues them a Form 213, which is um, it's a form I'm very familiar with. It's a, a Form 213 is like a, a biographical information sheet. It has your name, address, date of birth, stuff like that. But the information on there is whatever the alien provided. And there's no verification of that. We don't have verification mm-hmm. of date of birth. We don't have there's the, the consulates are nowhere to be found. Uh, that was a big issue because uh, when I worked uh, in my career, every time I arrested a foreign national, one of the first things I had to do immediately is to contact that foreign national's consulate and and let and let them know I have uh, a Brazilian in, in custody, I have a Chinese national in custody, I have a, a Honduran national in custody, or a Mexican in national in, uh, in custody. And so that was part of my process when I arrested someone. That's, I don't know. Is that being done? Because I didn't see the Border Patrol agents told me to my face, the consulates are nowhere to be found. And the reason why this is important is because the consulates are able, they have the systems from their country to check for criminal histories, to check for data births, to check uh, for birth certificates and verification of this person's identity, which is a big deal. We want to know because a lot of individuals and I'm telling you information that I got straight from the Border Patrol agents. A lot of these individuals that are coming over, these young men by themselves are 21, 22, claiming to be 17 years old to gain access as an unaccompanied minor. Because uh, if you're an unaccompanied minor, even if you're 17, you're treated as if you're five or six. And no question is asked, you're an unaccompanied minor. And I have a, a very um, different opinion about 15, 16, 17 year olds that are coming in that fashion because a lot of the cartels recruit these individuals at a younger age, at 12, 13, 14. 
And also, uh, a lot of these individuals are self-admitted gang members and have affiliations to gangs and, of course, to the cartels. And if they're coming in as unaccompanied minors, you know, we're not checking them. We don't know their criminal history. We don't know what they've done for the cartels. We don't know what crimes they've committed. And these individuals are coming to a town near you. There's a big issue here with sustainability, with crime, with education. I just can't foresee how uh, the Biden administration didn't think this through, that all of a sudden you have all these individuals, hundreds of thousands of them now, coming to these small towns. And do they expect a 15-year-old to automatically just go into school and acclimate from one day to the other? Border, the border agents told me, listen, a lot of these people, Victor, the 400 plus that were there, a lot of them can't even read or write Spanish. And so we have education issues, health issues. They're coming across with lies, tuberculosis. Uh, they've never been vaccinated like a U.S. citizen is uh, against the measles and all this stuff that we're used to being vaccinated since you're born. They've never been vaccinated for that. So they're bringing those health conditions with them as well. Um, and so it is a mess and it's beyond a crisis. And uh, this is what's going to happen when it trickles and the ripple effect is going to start coming into the rest of the country, which is it's already happening. The individuals that I saw there, most of them were coming to the northeast part of the country from Michigan on out to uh, uh, New Jersey, uh, uh, Maryland, that Virginia, that part of the country. All right. And coming to Erie, Pennsylvania, some five to 700 numbers still unknown is pretty, uh, you know, under the radar kind of stuff. You know, this, uh, 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 these children being housed in a facility here in, in my hometown. Well, you damn well better understand I'm going to get to the bottom of it. I want to know how much my tax dollars are paying for this. And I want to know who's in my backyard. I want to know if they're, they're actually children. Uh, or if if they're they're criminals, or if they've you know, I want to know who's who's I want to know who, who they're bringing in. Okay, well, so well, go ahead. Go one ahead. one caveat there that didn't get mentioned at all is it's possible that Biden administration, if they're not checking and they're not calling their consulates and they're not doing these various checks, it's very possible that the Biden administration. Is bringing them in as refugees. They come in and they make a rough claim. If they do, you cannot contact their country of origin. That's international law. Uh, okay, I understand that, but that also takes away the. No, I understand that. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just no. wondering how it's happening within the system. Okay, exactly. Because if you have Central Americans, for example, the first country of a refuge is where you where you claim asylum so theoretically yeah. well but i'm just saying well i'm just saying we're the u.s is a law-abiding country as far as that goes so if somebody comes across and goes refugee refugee they can't con contact their consulate that's all i'm saying so we don't know that that right. isn't the ta little tag that's being stuck on this paperwork in the back that's allowing them to bypass those checks no i agree i want everybody checked I, this is this is crap. This is this goes against everything that Trump was doing for the country. This is all part of this mass 2030 agenda by the United Nations. You know, people don't understand. The United Nations is handing these orders to Joe Biden. 
Biden is, not, is you know, he, he's he, Mr. He's a sponge. Or he's a oh, Mr. Marvel, you know? Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's not behind his desk. He's under his desk, okay? No, he's, come on. He, he, well, that's true. But uh, they're taking orders from the U.N. Uh, up north, Canada. Trudeau is taking orders from the U.N. People aren't, aren't getting this. There is a mass immigration going on worldwide. Mass. Mass. And the rules are being bypassed. And trust me, Doug, you know, I, I know people inside, no, inside no. the system. Yep. And things are being bypassed. Let me tell you another little thing. When this whole China virus thing came out, the Hong Kong flu, the entire time that this was going on, Chinese airlines were allowed to fly into Toronto every day on schedule and fly back to China. While the I'm flights just in China, know. yeah, I know. But while um, the flights in China were restricted, in, yeah, in other words, but they were flying. They were flying into Canada and and disembarking the plane and going about their business. Same with the United States. Nuts. It's nuts. It is, and it doesn't make any sense unless you look through it through the lens of through the right the globalist lens. That's right. Then it does make sense. Um, so you're you're 100 right there. Um, yeah. Yeah, but what he was what he was saying about bypassing all the checks, maybe that's a little caveat they have. I don't know. I think it's just full flung, throw the rules out the window. I wish we could get some border agents to talk more. I'd love to have a border agent on on the show. Well, if there's any border agents out there that want to talk, yeah, send, send all of us. Send that's an right. email. I'm telling you, we would get you on. We'd like to hear from you. If you want anonymity, we can provide that for you as well. We we can do that too. We'll we'll let you talk and we'll let Eric do the voiceover. Or the, 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 you know, yeah, the modulation. Yeah. We'll make you sound like one of the Simpsons. No, um, that's what they do on MSNBC. Um, Okay. So the the last segment here is only only a minute. Let's see, seventy. It's like a minute, uh, fifteen seconds. The last segment. I just want to get this in because, and again, this is compliments of Gateway Pundit. Go to Gateway Pundit uh, YouTube channel. The link will be in the program description box. Subscribe and watch the entire video. Watch the entire video because the other majority of the video, or the much of the video, Agent Avila talks about his experiences. But this is just really what people are looking at right now. So, um, and it, I'm, I'm telling you, it's a great video. So this is like a minute 15 or so. Listen to or watch this, folks. On the sidelines, here's the picture of the Catholic Charities NGO that I actually, the, the guard actually let me in and is highly organized. There's, there's something going on with a group of NGOs, not just here, but down in Mexico, down in Central America, even down into South America with the uh, aid and abetting of this system. There's a lot of money here, a lot of money trading hands, um, not just to the cartels, but to the NGOs. The NGOs, some of them, not, I'm not saying all of them, some of them are hide behind, you know, the church name. They hide behind, you know, we're, we're here to help a humanitarian cause. And there's some that are good, but there's also very, very bad ones in there that are using this to... Um, exploit the the undocumented individuals coming through uh, so as you can see it's it's a large number of issues and it, it doesn't end at the border 
the issues don't stop there. They actually begin there. Mm -hmm. And Jim, you're the second part of the, the, these individuals coming to a town near you already happening around the border. The sheriffs, the school systems are already not knowing what to do with absorbing all these kids, all these family units. All of a sudden, they don't have the resources. Um, the sheriffs all of a sudden don't have the number of deputies adequate, uh, adequate as uh, you know, as you have per numbers per capita to to patrol the city. It is a huge, huge uh, ripple effect that's going to continue to happen. And my biggest fear is is that the criminal element involved in in these caravans is that it's going to end up affecting a U.S. citizen. And um, and that, I don't want to see another U.S. citizen be hurt at the hands of an illegal alien. And I was down there. I met with a lot of angel uh, moms and angel dads. And these are families that have lost their loved one have, that have been killed uh, at the hands of an illegal alien. We can't forget about them either. You know, you know, Randy Taylor, when I was in Washington, D.C., I met with um, the angel families, angel moms. Uh, in fact, I attended a press conference at, at the Capitol. Um, Sabina, uh, Sabina Shields Freeman has been on the show. She's uh, not an angel, uh, not a member of the, the organization, but an, a, a sister organization or a, a very like organization to the angel families. Lost her son to an illegal alien. Um, you know, the stories are just incredible as to what is happening up here. So there it is on the on the NGOs, the charities. So we need to find out who's backing this. We need to do the investigation and report to our viewers and listeners, apparently. I totally agree. There's more going on here. I, I guarantee there's some government money flowing through uh, Catholic charities. This isn't like the Vatican open their purse strings. There's something else going on. There's something else going on here. No, and, and the point the point is, you take these people, they have nothing. You give them a bus ticket. I, I don't care if you give them a hundred bucks. You send them to a city somewhere. They have nothing. What are they, they're, they're coming, mean, they're coming yeah. from desperation yeah. into a society, okay, that's from a world viewpoint is does well. Don't you think for don't don't think for one second they won't commit a crime in order to survive. And yep. and that's the thing. We don't even know who they were. Nobody nobody bothered to fingerprint them, right? We don't know. We don't we don't know. And and that's it. That is that should really scare everyone. It should. And and Biden, this is just another reason he should not have been allowed into the White House. Now we're paying. Now we're paying the price. Now we're paying the price. You know. Yeah. Um, and that's why I say we can't let November third go. No. All right, because and people want to forget about November third. Look, we still got Maricopa County that's that's fighting the audit, uh, still fighting the audit. We still have Michael and Dell out there fighting like like hell. We've we've got uh, uh, Sydney Powell, of course, fighting. And you know, people have dismissed her, dismissed Michael and Dell. Look, Michael and Dell did his um, uh, his documentaries from. Um, absolute proof and his new one from Brandon House's studios. Okay. Mm -hmm. Brandon House is a friend of the program. Um, all of this, we, we need to get to the bottom of, of all this before we can move on. And uh, you're right. Um, 
Well, that's the thing that perturbs me with with everybody. They're talking about the midterms. They're talking about 2024 and Trump and blah, blah, blah. If Trump got blown out last time with all the exposure he had, what honestly do you think? What chance would he have in 2024? Well, uh, who can? So, I mean, so, you know, unless, unless, unless this 2020 solved brought to a resolution and the voting system is cleaned up, you know, it's it's a savage, savage war right now over the voting. I mean, even corporations are mouthing off about it. They don't want, you know, voting restrictions and they act like, you know, like asking for ideas, suppressing the vote. Well, you can't buy booze without ID. You can't buy cigarettes without ID. You can't drive a car without ID. You can't check out a library book without ID. And that's what yesterday's show was about. You want me to have ID to show that I had a vaccination. Right. But heaven forbid that we ask for an ID to nominate and elect the leader of the most powerful country in the world. Do you think maybe this might be the undoing of the ID? Because criminals are not going to get ID. The illegals aren't. I mean, they're going to shy away from ID, I think. You know, if you're in here, you, you can't understand the language and you're in here illegally, you're not going to be running to get ID. So, so could this be the undoing of the, the, the you know, the digital ID stuff, you think, or, or, or what? No, it won't be the undoing of it. They'll just, they'll just entertain the laws that they want to entertain and disregard what they want to disregard, just like they've been doing for decades. I don't see I don't see it changing anything. I don't I just don't see it. All right. The, the, the voting system and bringing bringing this stuff in, the stuff, I'm sorry to say that, bringing these people in, they know that this is the will of the Democrats. So who do you think they vote for automatically? They probably yeah. are being they're probably being issued Democrat voter IDs to go with their bus ticket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fill, fill in the blank with whatever name you want, but it says Democrat Party on it. I, I mean, I don't, I remember, I remember when uh, I showed somebody from Canada, they asked about voting cards, and I said, I was Republican. So I, I whip out my voting card. And I remember they looked at it and they said, why is your party on your card? And I had never thought about it. I had a voting card all my life. But it said plain as day, Republican. That's a good question. Why is why why is our our party on our card? Have you ever noticed that? I don't have an answer for you. I don't either. They were blown away. They were like, really? Yeah. I remember. And I was like, I was embarrassed because I'd been there all my life. I never thought twice about it. Well, it doesn't. It does say right there, Republican. Uh-huh. But, but, you know, I could go down to the courthouse in my hometown in the United States here. I can go down to the courthouse and I could pull a voter registration of my neighbor or whoever. Mm-hmm. Right. All Which right. They'll, they'll do when they send us to the gulags. Mm-hmm. True. Um, <laughs> but I could, I could, okay, so John Smith or jo- Joe Smith, whatever, uh, Democrat, Republican, you know, um, registered since, oh, I don't know, 1973. Mm-hmm. Here's the address. Mm-hmm. Here's the party affiliation. Now it doesn't say who this person voted for, 
No, but it says we can get who they donated to. Now that's a different database, but I'm talking about you know a county. You could, I could walk right into the county courthouse right now, and I could I could pull Eric the text voting card or registration card. I should say not voting card registration card. I can get his address. And that's I, my real name too, Eric the Tech. Right. I, I just say hey. I need it's Eric hard to tech. read. It's hard to read because it's in crayon, but <laughs> pencil, pencil. My marriage license was in pencil, actually. And that's a true, a true story. Magenta. Magenta. <laughs> you were married at the Triple J Ranch. Actually, uh, a little white chapel, but uh, with uh, Elvis. <laughs> you know, you know something. Um, Elvis, Michael Jordan. There's a lot of other ones. Our Art Bell is married like a week before my, a week before me. Um, right there. Uh, anyway, why not? <laughs> uh, it was it was fun it was fun look uh so yes but uh, so uh, folks i don't know why you tune in okay don't don't, don't tune out don't tune out but. tupac tupac you know, you know. <laughs> all right uh folks uh we, we we're getting i know do we have how, how how much time we have before the top of the hour my friend all right i uh, okay, uh, I just want to talk to you, folks. If you haven't done so already, I'm going to talk to you about uh, about this. And uh, this, of course, is honey. Now, not not the food substance, but honey, the uh, the online shopping assistance. I want to talk to you about this. All right, because we all shop online, and we've seen that promo code taunt us at checkout. Right? You know what I'm talking about. But thanks to honey. Manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, and they range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands. They even have food delivery. I'm telling you, uh, Hagman Studios, the Hagman Report, Eric the Tech, myself, we all use Honey. It's a fantastic it's a van, it's it's absolutely fantastic um, enhancement to your shopping experience, and, and here's how it works. Just really simply, if 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 you're like me and you're like, well, what do I have to do? I don't know. I don't know if I could do this. Sure, you can. Look, just imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the honey button drops down, and all you have to do is click apply coupons. That's it. And wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. And but a bing, but a bang, if Honey finds a working coupon, and I've never seen it fail. I, that's just me. You can watch the prices drop. Now, we've bought, we've purchased cameras. We've purchased camera equipment, cables, um, all sorts of things, and used Honey because we can, because we we like to save money. And we saved, I think, I, I, I can't remember. It was, I think, $17, $18 on a, I think, a $75, $80 purchase. It was an incredible amount of money that we saved using Honey. This was, uh, oh, I don't know, it was shortly, it was at the beginning of the year. And I remember this because I was just blown away by the fact that Honey was so easy to use and it saved us a lot of money. And no taunting of promo codes at checkout. No, no, no. But it was like it was it was an incredible amount of money in percentage wise. So 
This is, I just have to say, this Honey has found its over 17 million members, some $2 billion in savings. And this is why you need Honey. And if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free. It installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you're going to be doing yourself a solid and supporting this broadcast. Yes, you will. I, I'd never recommend anything that I don't use. You know that. Folks who listen and view me, view this program, you know that. I'm 100% behind this. Get Honey for free today at joinhoney.com slash Hagman. All right? That's joinhoney.com slash Hagman. J-O-I-N, honey, H-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Hagman. Remember, two N's on Hagman. That's joinhoney.com slash Hagman. Please do it today and start saving right away. You will thank me later, as I always say. All right, you're listening to the Hagman Report right here on the Global Star Radio Network. Randy Taylor is hanging with me. We're talking. We're talking about all sorts of things next hour, the bigger picture about the world events. Randy Taylor has got some good stuff he, he was researching, and he, he sent me some good stuff. going to be right back. Stay with us for hour number two. Stay right where you're at. Remember, Stan Dale, you'll be back next week. Everything's fine. Um, taking the week off. We were going to take today off, too, but... Didn't happen. Gonna be right back. Stay where we're at. Eric's Eric the text said, Hey, when you see yourself on the preview monitor. So I, I, I wasn't looking at the preview monitor. You're listening and watching the Hagman Report right here on Global Star Radio Network. I want to welcome everyone. Hour number two. Today, America held hostage, day number 82, I believe it is. And uh, we this is, of course, uh, Tuesday, April 13th, 2021. We're kind of laid back today. If you notice that we're kind of laid back, just talking amongst ourselves because of the heavy news day. It, it really is a heavy news day, and it's really a heavy news a cycle every single day is don't forget thursday join steve quayle and myself as we uh get into the world news on thursday and it's interesting because eric or uh, uh steve made the uh oh what do they call that the uh right wing nuts of the week last week yeah that's right you didn't catch that you know, it's it's amazing what the places like Media Matters and such do to Steve Quayle and other people. Talking about uh, uh, the transhumanist transhumanism in context in the context of the uh, uh, vaccine and such, and yet here it is. Here we are. All right. Before I go any further, I want to mention this: if you are looking for a way to save some extra money, and everyone is today. Believe me, everyone I talk to is looking for an extra or a way to save some extra money. Why not start by paying less interest on your credit card balances? It just makes total sense to me. It does. If you if you have credit cards, what I want you to do is I want you to take your credit card uh, statements and look at the interest rates on all of them. Put them on the kitchen table right there, right in front of you. Look at the balances. Look how much interest you're paying. And then refinance with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. And I want to thank them for being great uh, sponsors. This is a great company, by the way. I, I've got to tell you, I've used them. We've used them. I've sent others to use Lightstream. And they have really done us well. 
And Lightstream, it, it, look, it's an easy way to save hundreds to thousands of dollars and lower your interest rate. Lightstream offers credit card consolidation loans from 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. It's lower than the average credit card rate of over 18% APR. You know, the rate's fixed, so it's never going to go up over the life of the loan. There are no fees. You can even get money as soon as the same day you apply. You know, Lightstream, they believe that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience. And that's exactly what they deliver in every single case. Now, just for you, my listeners, you can apply now to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. That's right. The only way, however, to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash Hagman. I'm going to spell it out for you here, okay? L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M. That's lightstream.com slash Hagman. Now, make sure you have two N's at the end of Hagman. This is subject to credit approval. Rates range from 5.95% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.50% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash Hagman. Remember, two N's on Hagman for more information. And as I said, you will thank me later. All right, Randy Taylor and I are just kind of addressing the various issues at hand. Randy Taylor, you know, yesterday, you had sent me uh, an email, and people are talking about this now, about that uh, shooting of the uh, police officer, the female police officer that shot Dante Wright that we spoke about yesterday that's now causing additional riots, you know, in in Minnesota. Um, and, uh, of course, you know, she, the dash or the body cam video of the police officer saying, I'm going to tase you, taser, taser, taser. Whoops, I had, you know, my Glock. Um, bang, and then he takes off and, and he's dead. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Given your experience in law, uh, let me be very precise here. Given your experience with law enforcement, given your experience with the criminal element, given your experience with military, with, with the entire process, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, as far as as far as her thing, I mean, mistaking mistaking her taser for a Glock, <sighs> that, that, that part was just a little hard to buy. Um, yeah. Two different two two different worlds there. You, you know, um, I, I almost brought. I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I almost brought a, a taser that a police officer issued a police issued taser because I've got mm -hmm. one. I almost brought mm -hmm. one out to show people mm -hmm. uh, and a Glock. Yep. Okay, and yep. there there's a. Is they're it? not even on their uniforms. They're not even located in the same area. I mean, if you don't know what you're reaching for, yeah, uh, you know what I mean. They're, they're, they're distinctly on every officer you see. They are distinctly placed apart. It isn't like boom, boom. Yeah, you know, it isn't like it's it's distinctly placed apart. Well, for, for a reason. And generally speaking, the tasers on your on your weak side and your right, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, you should. You always the the rule in law enforcement. Okay, um, when I did personal security and things like that, the rule was always keep your right hand free for your weapon. Or in the case of being, unless you're left-handed, and then keep your well, left. Well, right. Free. Oh, yeah. In my case, I'm sorry, I'm right-handed, but yeah, it was always keep your your gun hand free. Right. Always. Right. Period. Uh, it didn't matter. Even if you had pulled over a vehicle um, on an installation and you were writing a ticket. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You did. You, you, you have the clipboard in your left hand, and you always kept your, your right hand free, plain and simple. And then you went back to your vehicle to write the ticket. Right. 
this this whole thing now i also i'm devil's advocate on everything here because i'll be honest with you i'm sick and tired of people resisting arrest and then doing various things like jumping back in their vehicle or going for a knife in their van or whatever and then wondering why they get shot because i'll tell you what, i've been pulled over before i've been asked to get out of the vehicle and everything and i do what i'm you know what i do what i'm told why if i broke the law it was speeding okay and i've been i've been felony stopped before in in the context of my pi business okay okay yeah i'm sure you uh, and let <laughs> no, me tell you something sure. the pucker factor goes up exponentially <laughs> But um, you don't fight. You don't. You, you don't, don't act like an ass. I, I was always taught. Okay, in that situation, the guy with the gun is making the rules. <laughs> you got okay? that right. Plain yeah. and simple. I'm not bulletproof, and unfortunately, we're seeing certain people within our society that think they're going to get a pass and do whatever they want once the, they don't like what the policeman has to say. Okay. Yep. It doesn't work like that. And and I'm I'm sorry. As soon as you push past the officer, shove the officer, start resisting arrest, and then do something like jump into a vehicle. I'll tell you right now, an a vehicle is more dangerous than a gun. Hard reality. Think about it. Statistically speaking, that, yes. That's a that that is about a thirty five hundred pound bullet. That can kill a lot of people. It's nuts. I don't. And, and then just the fact that somebody jumps back into their car, you don't know if they're going for the glove box, reaching under the seat. You don't know. I'm sorry that she shot the guy. I honestly, Doug and I were talking about this earlier. And this is a sensitive area. But. If if it had been myself when i was younger i probably could have kept him from getting in the vehicle i'm not being an ass i'm not being a chauvinist or anything but i've seen some of these 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 young ladies they have out here and what they're asking them to do without someone present is is a problem if you, you know weigh, if you weigh 110 pounds yeah. And I weigh 230. I, I don't care if you know karate, jujitsu. I don't care. I'm going to flatten you if I want, if I want to. Well, I'm sorry. That's, it, that's just the way it is. Okay. And, and let, let's talk about this because, look. I want to be – I don't want to – Because late, early 80s, late 70s, I, I, I was accepted in NYPD. I uh, took their tests and all that, and uh, I failed the eye exam in both NYPD as well as uh, down in Florida, St. Petersburg, Tampa area. And uh, I was actually, you know, going to be a, a police officer, and I went through municipal training and all that stuff. Um, okay, so having said that, the, there were physical requirements. You had to pass a physical. You had, and there was no, well, you know, it's okay. We're gonna we're gonna grade you on a curve. Yeah. Um, so, but that's for your own protection, for my own yes. protection. You know, it's so, also for the it's also for the assailant, the, the, the person, the victim, or not the victim, the suspect's protection. Right. Right. So you know, I, I look what you said. I'm going to say out loud. I believe 
what we witness there is a product of this. Is it affirmative action or is it, uh, you know, what is it? Not affirmative action. It's allowing. No, it's equal. It's it's equal, equal opportunity and all. But I think sometimes it. It's just like we talked about with more women in combat. There's just sometimes that those things need to be done a little differently. Right. And in this particular case, it's just like, I don't know, when you're talking about having to apprehend someone by person or contain someone or detain someone, you know, you, you have to be in good shape to do that. You have to have some weight behind you. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times you got body slamming these people. I mean, you, you've all seen cops and, and the different things where you got five full grown men fighting with a suspect on the ground. What you going to do when they come for you? You know what I'm saying? I mean, because if, if and especially if they've done some a PCP or something, there's superhuman strength. Unbelievable. You literally have to knock them out. Um, so asking, you know, a, a young lady and, and I, I she's tough as nails. That's fine. We're not talking about a situation where she can go in and the first thing is pull the trigger. She's perfectly capable of that. She's as capable as I am. As as yes. Yeah. She's capable. Okay. Kicking in a door. I'm cool with that. She can come with me. Okay. Why? Because if there's going to be any action, it's probably going to be shooting. Okay. She could do that. I'm cool with that. But to ask her to detain a suspect of that size, you know what I mean? can be difficult. I just think you're asking a lot. See, you can't schedule and, that. And then, you can't schedule yeah, those activities. Exactly. And then, and then you want to complain how she handled it. Right. So, uh, How many choices did she have? Exactly. Let just let him go? I'm sorry. If that's the case, if you're going to let him go, would you pull him over for in the first place? And he, you know, this is getting so much um, wrong stuff in the media. This yes. guy was no choir boy. This kid, okay? And I showed the they pictures. Ne they never are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a gang member, you know, the whole shebang. So, um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And, and I also happen to agree. Uh, and, and ladies out there, you can send me hate mail and stuff. But, you know. I, send, send it to Doug, right? I, yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you something, though. Here's the thing. If I'm married or if I have a sweetheart or my daughter or my granddaughter or my wife or whatever, I, I don't want to see her go out and put herself in a position of no. danger for crying out loud. That's what guys do, right? Or am I especially, so Especially the way things are today. There used to be a respect for police officers, and the young ladies were safe at that time. Safer, They're yes. Safer. This is a different world today. But no, no, no. Okay, now hold that thought because one thing I'm not on board with and I don't like the police doing, and I have a, I, you know, I, I, I'm a thin blue line guy all the way down, except when they carry out these unlawful mandates, you know, you've got to shut the church down or you got to do this yes. or do that. Yes. You know, I'm yes. only following orders. My, my patoot, you're only following orders, okay? Stop it. I, I've got no respect for, if you are a cop out there and you're doing that, I, I've got no respect for you. Or if you're looking the other way, when people are crossing the border illegally, I've got no respect for you. Okay. If you're, but however, if you are upholding the constitution. No, for, exactly. And that's the key, upholding the constitution and their oath. Because they say, well, I'm following orders. Well, that's great. What if your lieutenant at roll call this morning said, I want you to stop at, four fast food restaurants and go in and clean out one of the registers. 
<laughs> that's a good. That's a good. I'm analogy. just following orders. Yeah. The, you're following orders is a Nuremberg defense. It doesn't work. Yeah. Okay. Because at the end of the day, each of us are responsible. And I know, I, I know this. You know what? I've had times in my life where I, I did the right thing and I got in a lot of trouble for it. I got in a lot of trouble for it. Oh, you, you know, for doing the right, for doing the right thing. And you know what? I'd still do it the same way. And there you go. And that's what makes us different. And for, you know, I had Frank Serpico on this show and Frank Serpico. In fact, I met him at the, at the courthouse. Um, I would love, I would love to meet him in person. I absolutely would love to meet him. uh, Yeah. uh, Nice guy. One of my heroes growing up. Uh, Mine too. And, and I got to tell you, uh, you know, he exposed so much, uh, corruption with the police force Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, it was, and it was par for the course. Out. Yeah, it was par for the course. It wasn't like out of a hundred cops there were two dirty ones. It's oh, no. like out of out of a hundred cops there were two clean ones. Exactly. exactly. I mean, that's how that's how nutty it was, spe- specifically at the time he was in. Which uh, what was that? That was uh, early seventies. Yeah, yeah, early, yeah late sixties, yeah. early seventies. Late 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 sixties, early seventies. Yeah, yeah a corruption was run amok in that area. And, and you know when I spoke with him off air. Um, and because uh, I, I was uh, wow, it was just a, it was a great conversation. I mean, the, the guy, uh, boy, I'll tell you, you know, the enemies he made. Well, he got shot in the face, all right, um, and, and was left to die by his own. And it's uh, folks, if you don't know the story of Frank Serpico, if you're too young, please uh, look that up. But uh, yeah, what an interview, and, and what a great uh, what a great guy. But let's see. Frank Serpico, in my view, uh, would be, he'd be walking right now. He's, no, I'm not doing this. I ain't, I'm mm-hmm. not doing this. And, and that's what that's what we need, don't we? We need police officers saying, we're not going to do this. You're insane. I'm not going to go shut that church down. No, no and, and that's where the police officers make themselves an enemy of the people, the very people that want to support them. Most people want to support the police. The okay. majority of people in this country want to say good job and support the police. I agree. But they're they're turning on the wrong people. We're not the bad guys. We don't want to wear a mask or, or we decide we're going to go to church when the government says no. I'm sorry. And folks, if you're doing that, I bravo for civil civil disobedience. I, I'm I'm all for it. I I had this discussion with family members. I'm all for it. I it's agree. peaceful, civil disobedience. You're not hurt. you're not out there beating up anybody. You're not burning any properties down. You're not you're not robbing old ladies or shooting police officers. You're being civilly disobedient, and God bless you for it. Well, okay, that brings us to the to the next issue. Um, why are these police officers seemingly protecting Antifa and BLM in Minnesota in other areas? Uh, Portland, Seattle, you know, these, these blue crap hole areas. Why are we seeing police just bending over and taking it from Antifa? And and I'm sorry for that visual, but seem, I mean, that's what they're doing. And and is it, are they just following orders from the top? Is that what, is that what this is all about? I would say that's what the majority of it is about. Yes. Well then, you know what, you know, if I, if I'm going to be target practice for a little crap head, skinny, skinny jean puke, out there in the street, I might as well be home watching, you know, reruns of uh, My Three Sons or something. I don't know. And, 
And we don't know. We don't know, like, say, let's say after Ferguson, we don't know nationwide because we would never see those stats. How many police officers retired or quit the job? Oh, and I'm not doing this. Okay. So the next question is, who are their replacements? And and is that the goal? (laughs) Is that the goal? Well, come on. Didn't we watch where that, that, uh, who was the guy? Uh, Was it a Somali guy shot the woman at her house? A housewife? A cop? He was a cop? Um, What was was the deal there? You remember this. You're not talking about Uh, Breonna Taylor, are you? No, no, no. I'm talking about the, the, the lady was at her house in her nightgown. And the cop capped her. And he's uh, some foreign guy that they had hired and made a police officer. Oh, oh, yes. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Is that, who, is that who's filling the ranks? I look around, and when I, when I see a lot of cops, not so much deputies and sheriff's departments, but city cops in different cities, mm. I'm not quite sure what's going on. I'm not quite sure in New York where they've got basically like a little Muslim police department and Muslim patrol cars. I don't, I don't get what's going on there. You've seen that. Yes. I've seen that. And what, what, so what under, under whose authority are, are they? Thank you. Well, well, look at, look at uh, the, the Sterling sap head up there that likes to eliminate old people as an experiment. I think he was trying to run uh, neck and neck with Hitler to see how many people he could knock off. <laughs> Yeah, that's got Cuomo, uh, Cuomo, yeah, Cuomo, and uh, and, and his uh, brother, and, and his brother Fredo, Fredo defends yeah. him. Yes, that's two guys I love. To spend thirty seconds in the elevator with. <laughs> Why? Because I got a bad foot, so it doesn't matter. I, I'm, I'm in an elevator with you. You ain't leaving until I say so. <laughs> I've, for, um, for ladies and gentlemen, I've proven over time I can take a beating. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to say a word because, uh, and, and yeah, I'm, uh, I've seen some things and I can't get some things out of my head. Well, yep. Yep. Especially Isn't Kumo the, the one that wears that little, that little boob ring? Doesn't he wear the little booby bar? Little you know what? Uh, don't go there. I don't know. I don't know. I thought we saw it through his shirt one day. It's like, what is this up here? <laughs> Which one, Fredo or? Which, or no, which one? Which one wears the nipple thing? Seriously, it, I don't know. I don't want to know. It's hilarious. I saw his shirt. He had a white polo shirt on, and you could see the bar through his nipple. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? That hurts just even talking about it. I mean, <laughs> realizing that they're in charge of anything more than a Dairy Queen should keep people awake at night. I wouldn't trust them with a Dairy Queen if I owned one. Oh, man, no, you know what? The, that what you just described. I I don't know why, but I've got this really bad desire for a pair of jumper cables. Okay, <laughs> to, to use jumper cables <laughs> and a bowl of water. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, it, it's uh, so okay. You know, Eric's, you know, Eric's looking that up right now. <laughs> well, he's, he's googling nipple bar. <laughs> He said, "He said I'll show you mine." No, no, he, he didn't say that. Mine are ceramic, so <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, folks. Uh, you know, you've got you just got to have fun sometimes, right? Okay, it can't all be. It can't if, you, all be if, if, if you can't laugh, I'll tell you what. Some of the best times to laugh is when you're sitting in your in your little bunker. 
and you guys are discussing the enemy is coming and you might as well laugh about it. I mean, it's serious, but at the same time, if you, you got to find the humor and stop people. And I'm going to, and I'll say that and I'm saying that because a lot of the emails, I see people are really tensed out. They have COVID yeah. fatigue. They've got lockdown fatigue. They've, folks look for the humor and some things. Please. Please do that. And you're, and you're, especially with your kids, like if your kids aren't allowed to go to school and things like that, you will pay extra special attention to the little ones because they're in dark places right now. Okay. And please pay attention to them, pray for them, spend time with them, uh, have family game nights, you know, do, do some things. Okay. Because their little lives are a lot different. Most of us have had, 30, 40 years or whatever of good life. And then we get this little bad patch. Well, if you're only eight or nine years old and one year of that's already bad patch, that's a good, good chunk of your life. So please put it in perspective and keep the little ones in mind. And I'll ask you that. Okay. That's I'm a good job. No, that, uh, I'll tell you what, <laughs> that, that's a very good, um, picture i don't know how else to describe it but you know consider an eight nine ten year old yeah. in a year out of their life it's kind of like the saying you know um about your dog you know you're you've got your dog for what uh, however many years and uh the saying goes you know that's maybe that's 10 15 years of your life but it's all of the dog's life uh, yes, and, and so look at it like that. If you're if you're an animal lover, dog lover, uh, look at it like that. Uh, the same with, although I don't mean to compare children with dogs, but and too no, but this is their this lives. Is really tough on. Hang on, hang on a second. Go ahead, Eric. Their lives are much different than even when I grew up. They're already limited. They already can't go a couple I blocks away. They can't do stuff like that. So this just adds to it. So they're really really locked down yeah so, uh, did you hear that um uh, you, you remember when we were kids you used to ride your bike you know no helmet yeah no, you know yeah. just the social interaction yeah heaven forbid you got you know you got a, a, a solitary one just one kid and, it, and that social interaction is gone and then it's ridiculous they, they look at us we're their parents and we allowed this and, and that's, boy, isn't that, isn't that something, you, you know, we if can, that isn't a drive, if that isn't a driving force every day for us to want to make things better, that's what I, that's what gets me up in the morning. That's why when I was laying there in the hospital bed, I was determined I'm going to get well because I got a little one that's dependent on me to change things. Exactly. And that that's in the, the parents, you know, every, this goes back to as well. This goes back to the bigger issue or, or a big issue, you know, um, trust the plan. Oh my goodness. Trust the plan. I love your uh, line. Uh, I love the, the line said, you know, well, your, your plan sucks. Okay. Because it's not working. Um, I think Ted Brower said that, but anyway, so it, it goes back to this bigger thing here. Um, as people, as parents, Here's my question. Why in the hell aren't we taken to the streets? At, politics aside, as parents, why aren't we banging the doors on some of the, I mean, busting doors the in? Pe 
Yeah. Yeah. The people that voted for Trump, imagine if we just all decided that on Tuesday night of the first week of May, we're taken to the streets. Wait, didn't we do 70, that? How many? 75, 100. But I'm just saying, can you imagine 75 to 100 million people taken to the streets? And yeah, not to mention the people, not to mention the people that now regret that Biden is in office that voted for that asshat. Well, yeah. Think, think, so, but think about if we all decided just to take to the streets, even if we didn't do a thing except show up. That's okay. Just march, That's just it. march the streets and be seen. It would scare people. That would scare the other side. You, you know, because what you they, just said. Everybody, everybody's afraid of 300 little Antifa and BLM little fairies out there. Okay. Imagine, we'll crush them imagine, like cockroaches. Yeah, imagine 50,000, 60,000 conservative patriots in orderly fashion just decide to go downtown at and, the same time. And, and you know what? We wouldn't, what you said, though, what you said, we wouldn't even have to say a word. We'd just look. Nope. That's it. Right. Silence. Yep, absolutely. And the silence would scare them. The we silence can, and, and, would speak volumes. You know, people are constantly sending me emails. What can I do? What can we do? We, you know, we got to do something for crying out loud. You know, let's do something like that. Okay. Yes. Or, or, you know what? Because, and that's not even, and that's not even civil disobedience. No, that's just showing up. Let's just show that's, up. That's right. We're, that's called being seen, being accounted for. I'm going to go down, you know, let's go down to the school. Let's go down to yes. the, uh, yeah. Supervisors meeting or city council Let's meeting. St. Louis, go down to the riverfront. There you go. Right under the arch. Okay. Got, show there's up. Gotta be, yeah, there's got to be 100,000 people in St. Louis that go down there. You show up for the VP fair. Hmm. And you can't show up for your conservative, for some conservative support. And that's all it is. Anybody says, what are you here for? Because I'm a patriot. That's all you got to say. What are you guys doing? Patriots. It's a patriot march. That's it. Nobody's, nobody needs to be armed. Nothing. No. no Just show no. up. And you know what? You would scare them to death. Let's and see. the best part is if there was nothing broken and no violence, they can't badmouth you in the media. Oh, they could, but they wouldn't. They get good you know, luck. Do you, have any, yeah, do you have any video to back that yeah. up? This The same media that says, oh, it's a peaceful protest as the building crumbles and fire behind them, you know. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> we need to work on definitions. I think with these people, but but see, okay, and I think it's time right now. I really do. You know, I don't know what in the hell we're all waiting for. That's just me. I don't know what we're waiting for. Well, it's like we talked about this, uh, and I've I've split hairs with people on this show over this. Yes, you have. There's there's nobody coming to save us, people. And see, okay, and, and if you're waiting, if you're waiting for somebody for Superman to show up, ain't coming. You got a long, you got a long wait because uh, Superman gone. Superman ain't anywhere around. Okay, I'm not sure there was a Superman to begin with, because everything I saw, somebody abandoned ship on me. Uh, yeah. All right. So, so people are going, just, just wait. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting? What are you waiting for? Imagine, imagine that mentality in 1775. You know what? We wouldn't be here. No, we'd be talking uh, British English. 
or you got it. We, ab- we absolutely would not be here. We'd be all members of the Roman Catholic Church of England, and uh, we'd be paying taxes up the wazoo. If For if tea. we even showed up in the lineage, if if yeah, there, yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, think about it. What are you waiting for? We talked about earlier. This has to start at county level. People, get off your asses and get busy. Call some friends. I know, I know, I know call some, some friends. Asses, actually, if anyway. if everybody if everybody called five people, yes. You could have a huge group, and in your little county, in in whatever Oklahoma or Arkansas or whatever, if five hundred of you showed up downtown, or a thousand of you, or fifteen hundred, guess what? People are going to start talking. Well, it was and one a- thing, and and isn't there safety in numbers, Doug? Of course. Aren't you more likely to jump into the fight? If you see that, all right, there's already 10 people jumping into the fight. Yes. Yes. Bingo. But, but you there's know, safe, there's that. Go ahead. Okay. I, I just want to bring people to HagmanReport.com. Remember that uh, video, April 10th is when I posted it. I think it was uh, this epic Shasta County woman getting up. Oh, awesome. Okay. It's a 17 minute long video. Okay. But it, it watch every minute of it and understand this is one woman, but she had seemingly a cheering crowd behind her. Uh, I, I don't think she went there alone, but the fact of the matter is she made a difference and mm-hmm. it was a fantastic video. And she gave, she gave them, you know, what for I'm telling you, man, she, she dished out a heap. Of this, is, this is, this is, and this is county level. Exactly. Stop and think about that. We're not talking about, we're talking about how many cities are in a county. This woman is operating at county level, taking down the tyranny at county level. Right. Exactly. City it, level. If you yeah. do if you do city level, you got my support, but she's going county level. I don't know how many cities are in Shasta County, but the point is. She went to bat. She stepped up. She has guts. She has intestinal fortitude. She has vision, and she's demanding to be heard. And they're hearing her, and they felt her. That's awesome. Yep. Man, if that happened in every county, think of it. I'll tell you what. We talk about the voting integrity. If you could go in there and put the D.C., the clowns that are in there protecting those voting machines now and put the right people in those seats, guess what? You'd get your audits of the 2020 election. You know what's left, what's left it, of the machines. Exactly. And if not, if not, they'd say, get those machines out of here. I never want to see them again. And and so tell me, Randy Taylor, why you know, why aren't the people look, uh, I'm not in Maricopa County, okay? Now, is that an excuse? Yeah, it's we're an la- excuse. We're lazy. We're lazy. Okay. Okay, so if if I so if if this happened if we had this audit ordered in, in Erie County where I'm at or if I was in Maricopa County I I you know why is it are we just too are we is that it we're just lazy because, I think we're lazy lazy afraid or or we don't know the mechanics of it okay and it, I and I and I think that's where a lot of this is just the the education of people and 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 just let's use the video for for example. As soon as you said it's a 17-minute video, nobody's going to go watch it. That's true. Yeah. I, I, you know why? Because, because I can get a fake Whopper, French fries, 
and a fake strawberry milkshake in two minutes at Burger King. Why would I watch a 17-minute video? Or a two-hour show. My gosh. You've got – and thank you. Oh, now, are you going to – wait a minute. It's that or you're going to cut into the good doctor? You know what I mean? People, priorities, people. Yeah. Priorities. Yeah. This is your life. This is when you look across the, the table at your kids and your wife and and or if you got a bigger family gathering, which I hope you had at Easter, regardless of what all the government said. OK. If you look them in the eye, can you look them at the end? You look them in the eye and say, I'm doing everything I can. Can you say that? No. Let's go one step further. Look in the mirror. That's a problem for me. I have. I have used that mirror. Since I was a young man, and I look in the mirror, and I look in my own eyes. I don't look at the straggly hair and everything that's wrong with me. I look myself in my eyes, and I look into my own soul. And I do it at night, and I say, did I do everything right today by mankind? Did I do my best today? Am I happy with myself? And if you can sit back and watch all this happen and not do anything, not get out and speak or whatever, do something, talk to a neighbor, then you haven't done anything. And if you can look in the mirror and you're happy with yourself, then you're pathetic. You are pathetic. And shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on you. God's counting on you. This country is going to hell in a handbasket. We're killing our unborn babies. We've, we've turned it to where men can go into the girls' bathroom and pee. Okay? What is going on here? This has gone nuts. This has to stop. And God, remember, one day you're going to meet God. He's going to hold you responsible for it. And I'm doing, I'm even, I'm not even, I'm on this show with Doug. I'm really not even supposed to be doing this. That's right. I, I'm just telling you, my doctor has been totally against it, but you know what? And Doug works with me on this. There's been days that I said, I'm going to do the show. And, and a half hour before I could, I couldn't do it. I just, I felt like I was going to pass out, but I'm here. And I'm doing it. And when I was in the hospital, we were working on this. And I've been home with IVs in my arms and, and nurses coming in and out of my the different places that I'm at. The point is, I'm still out there working for you, my Christian patriot brothers and sisters. I don't do this because I have nothing to do. I have plenty to do. Yeah. But I, I love you guys, and I love this country. And first and foremost, I love my maker. I love my God. And I just feel like we've really dropped the ball here on this beautiful gift that we were given 200 and some years ago. We were given a beautiful thing here, something that should have blossomed and turned into the what we're turning into now is the rest of the world. We are supposed to be apart from the rest of the world. We're supposed to be the best. We are the United States of America, one nation under God. And we have forgotten that. We don't even want to see God on the wall behind the judge in the courthouse. We suck. 
we allowed this. But you know what? I'm still breathing. And you got to fight on your hands. You picked it. You started it. You drew first blood, not me. But you got to fight on your hands now. And I'm not talking about a physical fight. I'm going to come at you with everything I can think of. And my friend Doug Haddon is going to come with me. And our friends and our networks, we're coming for you. And if we have to do it county by county and city by city, by golly, we're going to do it. Now I've made myself perfectly clear. Thank you. Um, was, step, let me step down off my soapbox. No, now. you know, I, I, I'm glad you said what you said. And I think that uh, speaking from the heart, I think that really uh, makes a difference. It, get, it gets my blood boiling. You want to get my blood boiling? Disrespect the Lord God Almighty as a country. And that's what we're doing by not doing anything. Yes. Complacency. And, and you yeah. know, you had said something earlier too, and I and I want to just address this and make sure people understand this. You know, we we've got a two-hour show, and people say, "Well, it's too long; you can't do it." You know, I, I wish you would, um, or you should only do like you know, fifteen-minute shows or whatever. And you know, I'm thinking to myself, how hard is it? How hard would it be if you're you know, watching fifteen-minute increments or ten, whatever you can do? Um, but what gets me, and the reason I mention this is not because of this show at all. The information that is out there, there's so much information, so many people giving great information. And, you know, I tip my hat to, to Owen Schroyer, who I've, uh, again, I like to consider a friend, and, and I've met him, and we spent time together, and, and Alex Jones and, and others who do shows. Um, but uh, it's time, I think, right now, it's time for us to say, okay, we'll do the shows but we're going to have to move the microphone over here or take it with us because we're going, we're going to go down and we're going to go down to city council or County, um, the County uh, meeting or the school board. And we're going to show up and we'd like some back, you know, some, some people have our back, but what you said is just astounding. You know, we're coming and we are coming. Don't underestimate us. No. People, no, I'm more determined. I'm more determined now than ever. I've been, I've been dealt some hard blows here, but I, I, I'm still standing, and I'm coming, and I'm getting stronger every day. And and I'm and I'm one devious and I'm one devious son of a gun. Oh. <laughs> you. <laughs> Don't underestimate the little guy. <laughs> Rock your world, baby. <laughs> Kaboom! Go ahead, press that. What's this button do? Oh, I never saw that there before. <laughs> hey, where, where's screwed, that car go? Yeah, y'all screwed. Y'all screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, yeah. Boy, I didn't hear that whiz by my head, did I? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's no, it's, uh, it's not. But folks, we can't do it by ourselves. Doug and I are just two guys. Doug, Eric, and I are just three guys. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All us, all us little personalities on the radio put together are, might be a thousand guys. Okay, but here's the point: we need you. Yes. If I'm going to walk into a council meeting, I want to know that I got four or five hundred people outside pushing in that door. I want it when they look; they know that they're not just talking to Randy Taylor. 
There you go. And, and that's they're, ta- they're talking to Randy Taylor and company but, and, co- and, and companies cranked off. And it's not just Randy Taylor or Doug Hagman or whoever. It, it's no, you. It's okay? not. Yes. It, it's we're talking to you. You be the one to make yes. that call. Yes. Yes. Be, go out there and be the Jack Bauer of politics. There's a little Jack Bauer in all there of us. You know, go, go do it to it. Go. What? Just do it. You know, do it. I, I want to talking about just do it precisely and, and understand too, um, this is something that I, it kind of fits with what we're talking about, but it, it kind of doesn't in a way, but I want to get it out there. Um, there are, and I don't know if you, how many people have seen this, but there are about 16 uh, top law firms. Okay. Now you and I, Randy Taylor, and folks, you listen to this. We were talking about uh, uh, November third, all right. And from November third, what do we have? We we had uh, states engaging in election reform, right, including Georgia and others. And yesterday, I had talked about on this show the hundred CEOs calling up, you know, on a Zoom call over the weekend on Saturday, um, fighting this election reform. Because why? Because they want to rule the world. They want to rule. These are corporate little uh, corporate cockroaches. All right. The you know the top the, the top multinationals. Well, now, and this is important for people to, to really grasp. There are sixteen law firms right now who who have gotten together to battle state election reform legislation. I don't know if you heard me correctly, but. Uh, this has been reported by NBC that 16 major national law firms, they're all communist in my view, have signed on to this agreement to create this SWAT-style legal team to immediately drag any state election reform efforts into court. How do we fight that? We fight that by exactly what Randy Taylor and myself, you know, we fight that in the streets by showing up because even... And tell me, I don't know if you heard about this, Randy Taylor, but, um, you know, they're pushing back on, on, you mentioned about voting voting machines. If we all showed up and we did stuff, now they're getting these law firms out there and they're suing the states that are going after the, you know, boy, you can't go after the voting machines. You can't go after, you can't make an audit. You can't do this. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. Bull crap, we can't. Yes, you can. You can throw all the paper you want at us law firms, but we're coming out, we're, we're going after you. Yeah. You, 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 we might not be, you might not be able to win in the court of law because of the courts, but you can certainly win in the street and that's where we're going. We're, we're, we're not going to fight you on your turf. We're going to fight you on our turf and our turf is the street. And this, this yep. is not some boxing match. This is a cage fight. So that's, I'm just telling you a little bit of news in the midst of our conversation. Yeah. Do you have that? Do you want to run that clip there of the guy yeah. uh, chewing out the CNN reporter? Yeah, you sent that to both Eric and I, right? Let me see. Actually, no, actually, you sent it to me. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that um, was good. That got me. That got me tickled. Uh, folks, yeah. <laughs> if you can see this, uh, I, I didn't. Did I send this to you, Eric? The, the CNN one. It was like 3.47 this morning, I think it was. (laughs) Folks, watch this. That's good. Uh, That's something nice to see over coffee. 
<laughs> Since we're all over the place and this is kind of an informal thing, we're sitting back having coffee together, and it's you know, it's all intertwined, it's my all friend. Intertwined. You're you're right. Watch this, and uh, don't worry. This be is happy. this is six degrees of globalism. There you go. Yeah, and, and hum the theme. Don't worry, be happy. Go ahead. <laughs> that is all tear gas, and it is extremely strong. Uh, if you look just now, I'm going to try to sort of stand in the street a little bit. You look there. Now you can see. Now you can see. Twisting up the story. You want to talk to me? Do you want to talk to me? Okay, cool. Don't take my mic, but we're cool. Okay. What is your What's your name? What's my name? My name is my name. All right. So tell me what you think about what's going on. What I think about this is all the press and all the extra shit y'all do makes this worse. You think so? Yes. When people want to protest, they shouldn't do it in front of a fucking police. This, yeah, courthouse. Shit like that. You get what the fuck I'm saying? I want you to be careful. I want you to be careful. I really of what? do. Of anything that this can hit you. Scene, of anything yeah. that can hit you. Look at oh, all the stuff. What? Of this. Of what? Of this. Do it look like I'm scared? No, you don't. Do it you look don't. like I'm scared? You don't. You don't. Exactly. Y'all need to get up out of here with all that twisting up the media ass shit. Okay. Real shit. You don't know me, but we <laughs> I don't know get, you. we're going to get to know each other. That's You're what gonna we're going to do. Each other, yes, huh? we are. Let's we see. are. We are. How are you going to know me? I'm going to talk. I'm going to yeah, share a number with you. All right, let's do it. No, let's do it right let's here. Let's do it. All right, here's my, here's my phone. Let's no, go ahead and share camera, me I'll talk about something that's real. Tell me what's y'all real. Y'all just going to edit out the shit. That we're live. Want, we're and then live. y'all going to edit out some other shit. We're live right You're not fucking live. I'm live right now. I don't care if you live or not. Okay, but Get away from here with all that media shit that y'all doing. right now. Look, we're with CNN. then we're take live. that camera all the way the fuck up there. Then. We are going up there. That's take it all the way the fuck up there. Us. Y'all doing all the extra shit for the backhand shit to make Listen, people look all crazy than what the fuck they there. are. All right, then you watch us because that's where we're going. All right, so everybody's. Oh, for, forgive us for the language but yeah, that, that, the language but the message is clear baby <laughs> and that that aired without edits on east coast cnn yes okay yes even yeah, yeah that's right that's rough when even the protesters are tired of the media because the media is always always on their side and, and that was from uh minnesota over the you know the protests right and it's interesting how um I, I don't know. I didn't send this to you. I, I wonder if at I, the very least he cost CNN some money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How many have followed? Let's see. That was. Let's put that in the calculator. It's <laughs> probably a good two thousand dollars worth of. That was awesome. Fine. Now they're once again gonna have to give their host another pay cut. <laughs> but, but, but you're right. I, I'm glad you had. I'm glad you had us run that because, uh, despite the uh, language there, uh, that made that made my morning. You know, <laughs> you said something though. You know, it's it's bad when when the even the people involved in this are, are sick of the media. Yeah. Um, and do you see how how. She that that anchor tried to cater to that guy. Yeah. I mean, it was sickening. Yeah. yeah, she was honestly afraid of being shut off. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, well, we'll talk. We'll talk. I'm on so, your side. He's yeah. like, well, we can go she, up there. <laughs> she she <laughs> is a, up there. She, she's a media prostitute. It, it, they, you know, pretty much they all are. And I've got to yeah. I've got to say this. You know, when you look at the media, and this is why I, I people say. um, well, you're a journalist. No, I'm not a journalist. Hell, I'm nah. not a journalist. Nah. I'm not a media person. I'm an investigator. I, I, I'm an yeah. investigator that's behind this thing. Yep. Why? I don't know. And probably after this show, neither do you guys. 
Yeah, but we tell you, we tell you like it is, and, and I'll be honest with you, you've heard me say more than once, I'm going to be the devil's advocate and play the other side, and I do, because we're, in, we're analyzing it, sometimes live on the air with you. Uh, in real time doing this. Yeah, and, yeah you know, I'm talking, I haven't even had a chance to talk about it. You hear our conversation. That's it. You know? Yeah. And, and, you know, some of the best shows, uh, and I have to say this, some of the best shows are like that. Um Yeah unscripted yeah. and okay we, we don't know exactly what we want to talk about because there's so much to talk about but we're going to talk about what's on our hearts and on our minds and, and you gave a yep. just a tremendous account moments this, ago this show is podcast format there yep. it is yeah yep. And, yep and people don't get that too some some people don't get that they podcast format you, you want to explain that eric or you is do you think it's self-explanatory there's really no script no yeah yeah, we have we have a little list of stuff that we say we're going to talk about. There's so many times that out of the ten things there, we only actually talked about three because in in good solid analytical conversation, one subject leads to another. It does, and and there's so much input into a quality analytical conversation when you're analyzing. You, you don't shut things out. You bring them in. You bring them in. You bring them in because that's going to feed that initial analysis. And that's, and that's people. People don't, you know, people don't understand the professional analytics of what you've done in the past, and and it, yeah. there's a process. There's no bias. What we do is we we remove the bias, and sometimes that upsets people. Yep. And, and you say, have well, to. well, that's not that's not what I agree. Well, you don't agree? Turn the channel. Okay, I don't know what to tell you. I'm here for the for the majority. Not for the few. No, I, I, I don't think that's. I'm not no. here for the majority or the minority. I'm here for the no, truth. No, I'm going to say for the majority because the majority of our people follow along and know where we're coming from. Okay, in the we sense that in the yeah, sense of the majority have, agree with yeah, the truth. Or exactly. The truth. Yeah, but we're always going to have a peanut gallery. When I say peanut gallery, I'm talking about people that just slam us for right. no reason. No reason. Well, they've got reasons, but they're not evident, not, not visible. Okay, and the reasons are sometimes a little bit. Yeah, but I, the no. majority, the majority of our listeners are pretty solid people. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, I mean, judging, judging from emails I get, I mean, if if you get you know fifty emails, there might be one negative one there. Mm. Yeah, it depends. Okay, it depends and on then, the death then, threats. Well, you get. Well, yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that have been following Doug for a while, they got his email address down. Yeah, yeah. And and a lot of you folks took a break on me while I've been down. And I appreciate it. I um yeah. I've answered I've answered emails as I could. Um there's just some days I'm just wiped up. Okay. But that's just that's just the way it is. And well, uh, but that's that's changing. <laughs> and and that's and that's the thing too. I mean, you know, like Standale today, um, just, uh, you know, he, I'm sure he could have been on, um, our, said, our prayers, our prayers, please for Standale. Yeah. yeah thank you. And, and, you know, he's just, just really, um, you know, wiped out. So, uh, you know, uh, but he'll be back next week without, without, without a doubt. And, um, but, but you're right. Look, you know, here, here it is, um, 2021. Hmm. I, I want to. If, if you don't mind, just how quickly things go, because one thing leads to another, like you said, this seems, this is going to be like a non sequitur, but I want to make sure people saw this. I just sent you, Eric, the tech, a uh, uh, side-by-side, uh, side-by-side headlines or side-by-side news story, side-by-side news story, side-by-side top headline thing, leads, whatever you want to call them. I don't, I don't know. 
Randy Taylor and folks, check this out, okay? This is how fast, I, I just want to toss this out there. This is how fast things are happening today. Daily Mail headlines, one year apart. Okay, now folks, if you can't read, I, I think you can read that. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so you might say, well, what does this have to do with, the, with anything? Um, well... Where do I where do I where do I put that just now? Because I, I, I can't read the preview monitor. Um, oh, so I mean, it's, it's I need okay. More than twenty five percent of all Americans, forty four percent of Republicans, believe conspiracy theory that Bill Gates is plotting to use COVID nineteen vaccine to implant microchips in people. And then a year later, Pentagon scientists reveal a microchip that senses COVID nineteen in your body before you show symptoms, and a filter that extracts the virus from blood. Okay. So what was conspiracy theory a year ago? Is not conspiracy theory anymore. And Eric, didn't I send you something from um, ID twenty twenty org Alliance? Yeah, yeah, that right there. That kind of rattled my cage this morning. Okay. When you see it in bold print like this, this is a an actual organization. This isn't rumor. This isn't Hagman report saying it. This isn't Alex Jones saying it. This is this is actually. I, if, if Eric could put that up on yeah, the screen. Yeah, there it is right there. Is that the, yeah, ID2020, yeah. right. Yeah. An approach that is holistic, market-based, and addresses the full scope and scale of the challenge. Yes, and the challenge is <laughs> implanting, implanting uh -huh. stuff inside of you. Yeah. This chipping is nuts. Yeah, yeah, chipping you. That's it. And and this is this is big. This is a lot of companies and governments and everything involved. This this is the future. The mark of the beast is coming, people. I don't know exactly which one and which form it'll be, but it's coming. Be advised. And it really doesn't matter which one. We need to stave all of this off before any of them come. You know, people say you can't change prophecy, but I think you can uh, uh, delay it. Depending I don't think on, it's time yet. I don't think right. the good Lord's given up on us yet. I, I like to think not, for, at least for the sake of my children and their children and, uh, you know, for uh, the future generations. But you're right. But, 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 but it's, it, it's, it's like we always say, okay, our part he will not do. His part we cannot do. Exactly. So it's, and Doug, I heard you say this a week ago or so. If it's to be, it's up to me. There it is. Yeah. You've got to, to get busy. You've got to get busy. Quit waiting on someone else to jump up and go, okay, I'll take the lead on this. Take the lead. You. There Mom, is. dad, take the lead. Grandpa, whatever. Take the lead. Quit waiting on someone else to take it. Because as soon as you take the lead, you're going to be surprised how many people are going to follow you and join forces with you. You will not be out there alone. It won't happen. There's too many people sitting around waiting for someone to make a move. Be the one that makes the move. Do and it. You could be that shining star or that, Absolutely. that shining star. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And when you've done it, drop me an email that says, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. You need a, you need a copy of a book or something or there's something we can do to help? Please let us know. Tell us what you're doing. Okay? Don't email me and go, well, what should I do? What do I do? I've told you what to do. Get busy. Amen. Thank you.
All right. That was Randy Taylor, HagmanReport.com, folks. HagmanReport.com, bookmark that. And, and you know what? Send Randy an email thanking him for, uh, I mean, you know, i got to tell you, you're looking a little scraggly, but uh, you're okay, right? <laughs> I'm growing my hair long, buddy. All right. <laughs> a little, little covert uh, work there. We've got we to gotta blend sometimes. All right. God bless everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, hey, it is what it is, right? Have a great night. <laughs>